One school in the area, they're looking at bringing kids back even more throughout the week during the COVID-19 pandemic, Chris. And we've talked with him before. Uh, Williamsville Superintendent Tip Reedy joining us on the line. Good morning, Tip. How are you? Good. Good morning, guys. The sun's shining here in Belleville. It's a great day to be a bullet and a BB. <laughs> you guys call yourselves the BBs in like middle school and stuff? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. It uh, is. <laughs> that's so cool. Yep, we are. All right, so let's get down to this. Of course, we've seen uh, other school districts, uh, even here in Springfield, they're still kind of you know, debating over what metric to use to open things back up more. They're still full remote, looking at possibly hybrid. You guys have been in hybrid uh, for quite some time. Uh, tell us about that and what the plans are moving forward. Yeah, we've been in hybrid since uh, August 17th and uh, phased in additional groups of students over time. Uh, that's worked well. Uh, the success of this plan and, and every district plan relies on the priorities of the parents and the commitment of the parents of keeping their symptomatic children at home and, and following their mitigations on the weekends because uh, our mitigations are pretty good during the school day. And uh, we really rely heavily on the communities because uh, we're partners at this time more than ever with the community to make this successful. But we've been on the hybrid since uh, August 17th and the board uh, made a decision to move to um, increased in-person attendance to four days uh, effective August or October 20th. Obviously, so that's coming up. Yeah, that's yeah, coming up pretty quick, Chris. Obviously, you have twice the people now in the building that under this plan tip. What are some of the uh, adjustments that are going to have to be made, like in terms of hot lunch and other things like that, to make sure that the kids are staying socially distanced? Uh, social distancing is a challenge. You know, our ISBE rule and mandate is the social distance as much as possible, and we'll continue to do that. And we've communicated to the parents, even in our current hybrid uh, system and plan that we have, social distancing uh, is a challenge, and we'll continue to have that challenge, obviously, when we add more kids to schools. But our lunchrooms and large gathering areas, we need to keep those under 50 in regards to the guidelines and mandates, and we will continue to follow all those uh, along with that we can. Tip, uh, I would imagine there's uh, some costs involved with all of this, uh, including new technology that's being used. Uh, how are those costs being managed, and what kinds of stuff have you guys had to purchase to kind of make this hybrid model success, but also uh, help make the uh, uh, even more in-person learning uh, a success? Well, we were in a position as our school district, we were not one-to-one. Uh, we were pretty close to being one-to-one classrooms. So we had classroom sets of Chromebooks and technology devices, and we've ordered some others, and we're still waiting on those for those to arrive. Uh, they're back on order, and everybody in the United States is ordering additional Chromebooks and devices for kids. So there's a backlog, and hopefully we get those in November and probably going to place another big order. We were ordered a grant from uh, this ISBE, and uh, we're going to maximize that and order several more devices to work towards getting our kids the one-to-one and it's just going to take some time so uh, bringing back the, the students in person was important to the community and, and uh, the students and uh, that's the direction we're moving towards right now well i was going to ask about uh, the community i mean how much of uh, how much of their input drove this decision uh, to to bring kids back four days a week Back in September at the board meeting, I uh, made a recommendation for the Board of Education to allow me to survey the parents, the teachers, and the students. And the parents' survey and the students' uh, survey came back that they wanted uh, uh, more in-person learning. 
and the teacher surveys, there's some apprehension and concerns in regards to that, and, and they would have preferred to stay with the hybrid. Chris? I was just going to say about the about the hybrid situation. Now you're looking at four days a week. So the fifth one will be uh, will that be Zoom learning or will that be an in service day for the teachers? Well, our schedule is going to be Mondays will be full remote learning for all students. That's the same as we have in our current hybrid situation. And then Tuesday through Friday will be in person learning for kindergarten through twelfth grade students with early dismissals at each elementary building. The additional time and early dismissals were for teachers and Mondays for teachers to plan and prepare for our full remote students because we still have 14 to 15% of our students are on full remote. So we need to ensure that uh, we keep them up to speed. And everybody clearly understands that the best instruction for our kids is in-person learning. Uh, The board established priorities and the three priorities for learning our education and instruction, social, emotional, student, and staff mental health, and mitigations and safety. So we're continuing to follow those three priorities the best we can. Tip, you mentioned in your survey that the teachers had a problem with four-day-a-week learning. Do they still have that problem since the survey, or are they still have some concerns? Yes, there's apprehension. Um, it's it's a bell curve. They're split. Uh, we've got teachers that are uh, – you know, ready to go, and we've got teachers in a core group that are apprehensive and concerned, and we've got a few group of teachers, small group of teachers that are really uh, concerned, and uh, we will work with them individually to provide the mitigations and safety measures to ensure uh, that they can continue to do their job and come to their uh, teaching comfortably. Tip, what lessons have you learned so far uh, in the in the months that we've been dealing with this in the hybrid model uh, and now looking in and preparing to get ready for later this month, allowing students of Williamsville to be in class four days a week uh, if they opt for that? What, are, what do you think are some of the big takeaways that uh, other school districts uh, across the state and here in this area uh, can take from what you guys have learned there in Williamsville? Yeah, a couple big takeaways that I've learned over time. Uh, uh, COVID and the COVID situation has, has polarized uh, communities and districts, and now is a time more than ever that people have got to got to be together. And and the community really needs to support their teachers and reinforce uh, their appreciation because they're they're balancing uh, two to three different teaching loads and doing the best job that they can and working harder than they ever have. And then the third biggest part of it, and this is the most important thing probably for any district, if parents are committed to in-person learning and want their children in school physically, they've got to be committed to the mitigations and keeping their symptomatic children at home. As I mentioned before, you know, keeping those students out so we can keep people in and uh, understanding that process. So now more than ever, the community and the parents and families are a direct partner and a partnership with a school district, the success or failure relies on their ability to accept their responsibility. Tip, I know that there's, uh, when I was a kid, uh, there were a couple of opportunities where I'd lie to my parents and say I was sick. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that there are students who are like, gosh, I, this is great. I can get out of going to school just by saying I feel a little under the weather. What should parents do in those types of situations? What can they do uh, within their power, within their you know four walls of their home? Well, if they have a symptomatic child, they need to keep that child home and everybody else within that family that attends school needs to be at home too. And then they need to go see, consider going to see their, their doctor and getting an alternative diagnosis. And if the alternative diagnosis 
comes back that it's not COVID, and then those students, once they feel better, can return to school. That's the success or failures. And if parents make the decision to send their sick child to school and the child ends up being either a close contact to a positive or the child uh, turns positive, then we start our contact tracing. And then that exposes additional kids in the classroom and it exposes our teachers and staff. So that's the importance of this situation. And Chris, you had mentioned before uh, that with remote learning, um, snow days are done. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> snow days I'm, are done. I'm, that's where I was going. That's what, <laughs> you must have read my mind because I'm going like, Tip, Greg and I have speculated about this, but we've never asked an actual superintendent. Are snow days in Williamsville now Zoom learning days? Probably not, not in Williamsville, because we still believe the importance of getting those kids in front of their teachers, and we'll just make them up at the end of the year. Um, that's our philosophy uh, that we've started basically two years ago when districts could uh, approve e-learning plans. Um, we want to get those kids back in front of the teachers as much as we can Tip all reading. the times that we can. Williamsville School Superintendent, one last thing I've got, uh, extracurricular activities, band, choir, uh, theater, I know we don't have uh, football, we don't have uh, volleyball or soccer, but uh, what can you tell us about extracurricular activities and students? At this time, we're continuing to work the ways to be creative, to try to provide opportunities for that segment of students and our student body. That's important to me, and that's important to our community. So we're still navigating through that process as we're navigating through the process with our teachers and staff. Yeah, and of course, uh, Tip, you know, if you need some hot air to uh, uh, to thaw out the football field, you know, for the spring when they start playing, I'm going to bring Jim, Greg, and me. Between yeah. the three of us, we'll be able we'll to be, take we'll care be of it. No problem. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. Tip, have a great day, and uh, stay healthy and safe, all right? Hey, thank you, guys.